You obviously know Kung Fu. Hey, what's up? It's Ernie Reyes Jr. from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and you're listening to Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Welcome to the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax, and remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. <laughs> So for Kung Fu fans, my special guest tonight holds a very special place of recognition because if you grew up in the 80s and the 90s, this guy was showing you how to take care of business. Whether it was as the little whirlwind tie in The Last Dragon, the high-kicking pizza guy Kino in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, or as one of the magical Kwansu dudes from Surf Ninjas, Ernie Reyes Jr. Ernie, thank you so much for joining the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast tonight. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Listen, so I'm going to try and explain just how cool it is for me to have you on the show. I'm going to fail, but I'm going to try, damn it, because we're contemporaries, so I literally grew up watching you work, and uh, besides being the same age, you are, like myself, of Filipino descent, so you know how it is with Pinoy's, man. We rally around our own, especially when one of us is paving the way, which you were doing, and uh, as a young kid, still looking for heroes to look up to. Uh, there you were, a Pinoy brother up on the big screen, not only acting, but really representing with some serious martial arts skill, which to me and fans like me was absolutely mind-blowing. So if it sounds like I'm fawning due to a little bit of personal hero worship, it's only because I am. I can't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> so listen, take me back to the beginning before you even knew what a soundstage was. Your father, Ernie Reyes Sr., has a mantra, true martial arts is more than just kicking and punching. It's a positive way of life. Is that approach what got you started in martial arts and what still keeps you involved in it to this day? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, he in training me and just even up until now uh, has always kind of stressed, you know, martial arts as a way of life. Uh, it wasn't about the kicking and punching. It was just, you know, it was about a way of life. And uh, he instilled that, that in me when I was really young. And, you know, actually, you don't realize... I mean, there's lots of benefits for the martial arts. Obviously, um, I was able to compete, and I, I was able to, to uh, you know, translate that into a career in Hollywood. But for me, really, the, the benefits of martial arts and all the training that I've had, you know, as a child, and kind of how that shaped my thought process, really became uh, really, I guess, uh, you know, when I, when I got sick more recently about a couple of years ago uh, life's challenges you know have a way of pushing you and challenging you and without my martial arts kind of mindset and you know everything that I've developed you know through martial arts training I think that I, I'd be you know probably in this current situation feeling a lot different than I do so I, I, I really am grateful that, I, that my father raised me as a martial artist in terms of that kind of martial arts training I know you know Muay Thai and kickboxing have you studied other styles is there a martial art of choice that you prefer yeah well I started in Taekwondo that was our original style uh, when I was a kid my father was a, a Taekwondo champion um, and so he fought uh, representing the state and the world championships and uh, the Taekwondo was our original style which is heavy you know some people who don't know heavy emphasis on kicking a lot of jump kicking and stuff like that uh, a lot of footwork, and so that was our original style. But pretty much, my dad always stressed, you know, being a well-rounded martial artist. 
he's always looking to kind of expand, um, you know, what our, from our original style. We got into boxing, kickboxing, and wushu, which is Chinese martial arts. And, uh, and then, you know, it's continued to evolve. And so my dad, you know, as jiu-jitsu came into uh, the American scene, he, you know, was pretty much uh, on that as well. And so our curriculum has kind of changed over the years, incorporating some Filipino martial arts uh, back in the day with people like Levy Preston. And so, you know, I, I've had a pretty good, uh, kind of well-rounded, you know, experience. More recently, when I worked on NCIS LA, I was introduced to Sayat Kali, which is an amazing Filipino martial art that I've been able to spend a little bit of time training in. Thank you. We'll hope to continue to train more. So, uh, yeah, you know, uh, but that's pretty much my 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 basic new styles: taekwondo, wushu, muay thai, boxing, kickboxing. Uh, that's pretty much my stand-up game. And then, of course, I'm familiar with you know the ground game, jujitsu, grappling, that kind of stuff. Yeah, the Filipino martial arts more recently has just been. Uh, kind of opening my eyes up. And that's the great thing about martial arts um, constant evolution, you know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, speaking of that, Sayak Kali, um, we have a mutual friend there, Rafael Can, and I think uh, you worked with him during the NCIS Los Angeles stuff, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Kulan Rap is an amazing artist, an amazing martial artist. Uh, I can't wait to yeah, have the opportunity to work with him again one day. Uh, cool. But, yeah, he's, uh, he's an amazing Amazing man, and uh, you know, I, I'm proud to call him my friend as well. That's cool. Now, all that skill obviously carried you into film and TV. It's stunt work, motion capture. You've kind of touched it all. <laughs> when you look back, way back on your first film, The Last Dragon, what kind of memories come to mind? And it was uh, pretty awesome. I, um, you know, we moved to New York, and they were they were shooting the film. Uh, they were kind of almost finished with it, and so. You know, we were there, and I was with my dad, and we was his demonstration team, and uh, we got on to the set, and uh, we did demonstrations for Barry Gordy on the stage, at the seventh heaven stage. Um, and he's like, all right, we're going to write you in. And so they put us into, you know, that end fight sequence, and a few little fun scenes, a couple fun scenes. And it was just, it was really just like, oh my gosh, this is actually happening. It was my first movie. But this was something that we had thought about. And it was really my dream, you know, since I was probably about eight years old. So, you know, I wanted to see movies like Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee was my hero as a kid growing up. He's really a major inspiration to, to me. So I was like, wow, this is, this is happening now. You know, we put in a lot of hard work to get to that place. And it was really exciting time. Motown eventually was the company we developed with Disney, the television series Sidekick. So, uh, yeah, it was really the, the start of the start of it all. And it was, I mean, it was a pretty magical, <laughs> pretty magical experience. When it was the first, you know, when we, we flew, I was young, I was like 12 and thinking. Uh, so we flew and we got to New York and we got on the set. And it was pretty late by the time we actually. Uh, you know, we're about to demonstrate for Barry Gordy. I think I'd fallen asleep on the sound stage waiting, waiting to do our demonstration. But, uh, you know, one of the time ago, we 
That film was a kind of seminal film for a lot of us martial arts fans at the time. You obviously couldn't have predicted the kind of following that it would have well beyond its time, but when did you start to realize that it had achieved that special cult status that really is now forever part of your legacy? Yeah, you know, um, you didn't know how, you know, time, how it would hold over, you know, hold up over time. People really still love that movie, you know, now 25, 30 years later. But, you know, at the time when we, we did it and then we had the premiere in uh, Culver City and then the reaction of the audience at the premiere, I mean, and there was everybody there. Janet Jackson, the TV Wonder. I mean, it was a Motown event. So we had all these, you know, big music stars and stuff. And people just loved the movie, you know? And so uh, I, I knew that that day when we watched the movie and everyone's reaction at the premiere. I was like, man, this is something super cool. That's cool. Do you appreciate that the fans are so loyal to your work, or do you... Do you kind of get tired of going back to that well when you've got more recent work to look at? No, no. I mean, I, I do know that uh, people appreciate those movies uh, that I made, you know, growing up. And, uh, you know, it's really an honor to be able to be part of anything that, you know, lasts 25 years and that people have, you know, still fond memories about. So, you know, I'm, I'm not bothered by it at all. It doesn't affect really my future um, that people enjoy those, those old movies. Yeah. So with some of your more recent work, you did the rundown with The Rock where uh, your spinning Tarzan jiu-jitsu was on full display. And whenever I talk about that movie to other people, I always feel the need to point out your crazy hand speed in that fight scene in the jungle because, honestly, it was really ridiculous and always reminds me of Donnie Yen's barrage of punches in his first Ip Man film. So what are some of your memories from that experience? I mean, it was awesome. I mean, the whole cast was Peter Burr, The Rock, um, Candy Chang, who's a longtime Jackie Chan stunt guy, uh, was the you know second unit director and fight choreographer. It was just awesome, and then all the, the stunt guys that were you know in that CP fight. It was just an awesome moment. It was it, you know it's my most probably most proud fighting you know that, that I've ever done, and then working with The Rock. You know, he's an incredible guy, incredible talent, super cool. So it was just a lot of fun. You know, I hadn't done a movie in since Surf Ninjas, really, like an action movie. So I, I was ready to, uh, to uh, you know, let out some energy. It was really awesome to work with the rock. Hey, Kansas City. Eu vou quebrar tua cara. Don't do it. Eu vou quebrar tua cara. And, you know, moving from film to TV, you were in a recent episode of The Librarians as The Monkey King, which I covered in a previous episode. And, brother, you have not lost a step. It's some of those fight scenes with your boy Christian Kane looked so great. You're still rocking that speed and ferocity. And, of course, the... Ernie Reyes vocalizations, which are always so much fun to listen to. It was fantastic fun to see you take on that bit of a uh, classical Chinese mythology. Oh, it was awesome. Uh, Dean Devlin, the executive producer of the show and showrunner, is just an awesome 
person. You know, he's proud to call him my friend. He's also Filipino, which is uh, super cool. And, you know, we have a connection over, you know, our Filipino background. And uh, it was just awesome. You know, when he told me that uh, I'd be playing the Monkey King, I really couldn't believe it. I was like, holy cow, that's amazing. Like, you know, major <laughs> Chinese mythological character. And, uh, you know, to be able to, to play that role on a, such an amazing show, working with Christian, you know, we got a, a good amount of time to kind of hang out prior to shooting where we were doing some training. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was really an honor to play, you know, such a great character, you know, coming from classical Chinese mythology. And uh, it was a lot of fun. What is the Pottern family? Hey, y'all. It's Juliette Miranda from the Unwritable Rant Podcast. This is Michael Vasquez of the No Soundbites Allowed Podcast. I'm James Hatton. I'm Podcast Rob from the Something Something Cast. This is Knock from the Geek Yogurt Podcast. This is Jeff with the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. This is Daniel from the Toe on the Trigger Podcast. This is Dave from the Parlapod Podcast. Hey guys, this is Mike from the Mike Jolet Show. Woo! We're Josh and David from the Scotch and Flicks Podcast. We are you, podcasters, coming together in a community to help one another grow. So follow us on Twitter at Potter Family. Use the hashtag Potter Family in your tweets and retweet other people who do the same. Potter Family, where great podcasts come home. TV is not anything new for you. You've done Sidekicks. You did Kung Fu: The Legend Continues. NCIS, obviously. TV versus film, how different is that process? Do you prefer one over the other? Uh, I mean, the only thing with TV is, is that TV, you know, when you're doing action, you know, there's a lot less time. You know, so everything has to be done a lot quicker. But, uh, and in movies, you just have more time. Um, so, I, I love both. You know, there's a challenge to being able to do something great and do it quickly um, under the confines of, you know, television schedule uh but then there's you know it's also fun to be able to really take your time and get in get everything that you need you know to make a fight seem great so um i love them both to tell you the truth i really do i i love tv you know it's not a you know two years later you know you it's a lot faster of a process uh right. so you just kind of see it come to life a lot quicker do you have any other projects in the works right now you know, I just, in just the last couple of years when I started working on NCISLA, I really kind of had to stop um, focusing on my acting career. And, you know, I have, you know, I'm married, I have three kids. So I kind of started spending more time just concentrating on my family life. Uh, and then when, you know, NCISLA brought me in, it was, uh, it really inspired me to get back into acting. I really had kind of let, let it go for quite a, a long time. And, and so that show and working with Dave Kalstein, uh, one of the producers and writers of the show, and Shaman Rob, really got me, you know, pumped up to go, you know what, I can do this. It's such a great role that, you know, Dave Kalstein wrote, wrote and, uh, and, you know, working with that cast in particular was very inspiring, totally cool group of people. And so, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, 
you know, after that kind of really got me back into it. So um, I've been really enjoying the process of um, going out and, you know, I still audition for stuff. Uh, some stuff comes through and, you know, I'll just, you know, they'll just offer me the role, but a lot of what for me as an actor uh, is happening now is just me out there competing, you know, and basically kind of building, you know, my acting career back up even though I have a lot of stuff that I've done over the years, you know, when it comes down to it, it's just what's here now and, you know, what roles are available. Right. The one thing I've been really enjoying is that as an, as an, you know, Filipino, as an Asian actor, you know, growing up, there was, it was only the stuff that was developed for me revolving around my martial arts skills. That's the only stuff that was, yeah, there wasn't any, you know, there just wasn't the type of roles that you see in TV now. Uh, right. It's much more diverse than it was back in the 80s. And so now, you know, I get to go out for stuff and, I just, I, I'm really proud that I've been able to hang in in the industry that's tough over the course of time enough to see it change. You know, there's lots of stuff, not always the biggest roles and, and that kind of stuff, but there's a lot, a lot of stuff that, you know, Hollywood books and goes, okay, kind of any app, any ethnicity, um, ethnicity just they, they want the right person for the role, so. Right. Uh, yeah, I've been able to do some really cool things. I, I played uh, Judge Haggerty on uh, a judge on a uh, legal drama um, that got canceled uh, after a couple of episodes, but uh, still a great experience for that, for that to do something that I've never done. So it's been cool. kind of cool to be able to work and do stuff, you know, where I'm not doing martial arts, uh, yeah. you know, as well. Now, speaking of that, with all the stuff that you are known for, are there projects out there that maybe your fans don't know about that you're really proud of that you'd like for them to to experience? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I've done some things. You know, I did a movie called Pool Hall Junkies, which was awesome. Had an amazing cast: uh, Rod Steiger, Chad Palminteri, Christopher Walken. So that's a movie where I didn't do any martial arts; just you know, played it character in the film. So, cool. The odds are long. Take them down. The stakes are high. How could you do this? We never thought you'd lose. Away from the limelight, you're involved with some youth programs, which I think is awesome. Um, I'm a father of three as well. I have three young girls, and I'd love for them to be able to feel the, the confidence and empowerment that martial arts can offer them. Tell me a little bit about that and how you're involved with that program. Oh, right, yes. I mean, you know, uh, my dad, you know, my own personal experience, of course, you know, shed the light on, you know, the power of martial arts training kids. Uh, basically, as a child, allowed me to do everything I would have ever dreamed of doing and gave me opportunities that would have never happened if it wasn't martial So, you know, after having some success in the martial arts, you know, it's always it's kind of about getting back, you know. Um, and so, well, my father and I both believe that martial arts is one of the most powerful tools, creating positive change in people's lives. Um, and I believe that, you know, martial arts is one of the greatest things that 
you know, as far as youth development is concerned. You know, it, it teaches you a lot of uh, life skills that I think are important. Uh, like things like focus and concentration and discipline and all of that stuff that, that comes along with martial arts. Uh, so I travel. Uh, my dad has a big martial arts organization, but I also travel uh, around the country all right now with all the fighting that you've done on screen you've got a kind of a different fight going on now off screen and this is a little bit tougher than your other opponents because you're kind of fighting against your own body now can you explain currently what you're kind of going through well so uh yeah i have uh chronic kidney disease and so i do dialysis three times a week um, okay. which um yeah i mean it's a uh Basically, the dialysis uh, does for me, uh, you know, what my kidneys are currently doing. And so, you know, it's not necessarily an easy gig, but, you know, like I said, my martial arts training has kind of put me in a position to, you know, take the challenges that life uh, hands me and, and then still continue to move forward. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's something that, you know, has happened to me just kind of... Um, changed my, my life, um, but, you know, I, I have a family, I've got kids, you know, the show goes on, and you continue to, to live your life, so, you know, I'm on a transplant list, uh, that may or may not be the right thing uh, when that opportunity uh, arises for me, uh, but for now, it's just about continuing to be as healthy as I possibly can be, and, uh, and keep pushing forward on, on everything that I need to accomplish, you know, while I'm here. Now, I know your sister started up a, a GoFundMe for that. What's the next step from there? My, my sister started a GoFundMe pretty much right when I, when I got uh, diagnosed with chronic kidney disease. And, you know, there's a lot of support that came in from all, really, around the world. It was really amazing to see my family and my friends and my fans kind of come to my aid in that way. And it was really the, the thing that allows me to kind of take, you know, take what life has handed me and be able to, you know, face the challenges that come along with, you know, something like that happening. And so for now, it's just about continuing to do dialysis. Um, like I said, the transplant is uh, in California is about, you know, seven to ten year waiting list. So for me, it's just right now about concentrating on the moment and being where it is that I am and moving forward. Wow, seven to ten. That sounds so daunting. How do you keep your spirits up and your mind sharp throughout? I'm not worried time? about that. I'm not. Yeah. It's, 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 it's just a transplant is a solution as it is dialysis. Yeah. So you can do dialysis for the rest of your life uh, or you can get a transplant. So, uh, you know, you just... You just move forward. You know, it's all about how you respond to life challenges. And I've never been one to, you know, hang my head too low for too long. Uh, definitely have gone through some, you know, dark moments being hit with that news. But, you know, I respond to it just the way that I've responded to any life challenge that I've ever had. Uh, which is just to do what it is that I need to do and move forward. With you being in such great shape from martial arts, that's got to kind of help you go through this. Because, I mean, your work in the Monkey King episode 
there's no way I would ever guess that there was any kind of illness on you in any way, shape, or form. Well, that's, that's what it's all about. <laughs> that's you great, know, I'm there to work. I'm there to do what it is that I need to do. Um, like I said, you know, I'm thankful and grateful that, you know, I've trained my whole life. So, uh, physically, you know, I'm, I'm in good shape and I, and I know what it means to, to, to work hard. So, you know, it's not easy, but it's just part of, it's just part of my journey. Yeah. And, uh, challenge, challenges are part of your journey. Do your kids know that their dad's Ernie Reyes Jr.? <laughs> does that, does that register with them yet? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, maybe not my youngest son, four, uh, but definitely my daughter. That's cool. We've seen the movies and they've got to see in, you know, Teenage Ninja Turtles and Surf Ninjas and The Last Dragon and 35 Million Years. Princess, the draft house screenings and stuff like that. So it's, they know, but, you know, the kids don't really, you know, they just dad to them. That's cool. So what's uh what are you working on right now? Is there is there anything going on right now that's that's keeping you busy, or is it really just kind of family time for you right now and, and focusing on that? Yeah, no, it's just you know being an actor in Hollywood, doing what you need to do for that. You know, auditioning, going out for roles, um, and you know I've got my own projects that you know are more passion projects that all that I've you know been pursuing for years now and. Uh, that's about it. I'm just, you know, I'm not, I know that, you know, the best is yet to come. So, uh, cool. whenever, and when that happens, you know, I, I've been doing this for 30 years. So, there's no rush on my part. It's just, you know, you moving along. <laughs> so, you're, what you're saying is that there's a chance that we're going to see more Monkey King in the librarians, right? <laughs> oh, you know, maybe or maybe not. I'm not sure. Um, I would love <laughs> to be, be honored to play that role again. But, you know, uh, like I said, I'm out there as an actor. You know, uh, I'm out there pushing along and, and competing for roles. So, you know, I'm a competitor. I grew up as a competitor, um, and that's what I'll continue to do: be competing for for roles. That's great. And uh, listen, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, you know, keep fighting, keep being that hero that you know I grew up with. Because I know there are, there are kids out there that are still seeing you do your thing, and keep doing what you do, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate the long time. Uh, support. I really do. Thank you again for taking some time to talk with me. Um, if people want to get in touch with you or, or uh, help out with your GoFundMe, where can people go to to give you some love and support? Uh, you can get, get in touch with me um, on uh, Twitter or Instagram at Ernie Ratio. Awesome. Ernie, thanks so much for taking some time out. It was uh, an honor and a privilege to speak with you. Thanks, man. Uh, we'll, we'll have to do it again soon when we have some more projects to talk about. So, guys, that was a quick chat with a childhood hero, the awesome Ernie Reyes Jr. My sincere thanks to him for stopping by. I know the audio quality was really spotty here, but when you get a chance to talk with someone like Ernie, you take what you can get. But hopefully we can chat again very soon and get a crystal clear signal so we can catch up on everything he's got going on. That's going to do it for now. As always, a shout out to all my Kung Fu fans out there. We'll get back to a classic Kung Fu flick in the next episode, so catch me on all the social media at Kung Fu Drive-In. And if you enjoy the show, please consider stopping by iTunes and leaving me a review or a rating because it helps the show out a lot. Until next time, Poison Clan, peace.
Welcome to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm We smash the place up with a dragon claws We walk into the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time is warm, we smash the place up with a dragon claw. I see the iron fisted monk upon the daily prayers. Shouting monks on the hands, running down the thousand stairs. The fate of Lee Khan now's in King Yu's hands. With the fearless idea, they're roaming over the lands. Yeah, the little bit soldier is older and wiser. He wants a world of peace because he doesn't want to fight. Yo, got the venom mob laying down the law. Bruce Lee delivered kicks, guaranteed to great jars. Fight for the cars, then pass here, but blast. On the end, back kicks will defeat the outlaws. Very good, but boards. Don't hit back Yeah, the death jewels here David D is coming back The Tai Chi master Jet Li's even faster Bitch had a little drink Because he is the drunken master Once upon a time in China Rosamund Kwan is real fine But see Maggie Chung is finer Golden Swallow has arrived Shang Chi movies Will the hero we survive We've got the brave archer Make his way to the top Of the mountain gonna fight May as well pick the spot Yeah, the sky goes black Cause the vampire's back We've got Lam Ching Ying To kill them all to so stand back He plays the black magic On the soul of the sword and our sword will travel until his body's on floors Yeah, Wing Chun Shaolin and Mountain style Yeah, defeat the enemy and watch him run for miles Blood will spill now on the mountain tops When we bring back the soul of the legendary Pops Welcome to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm We smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war, we smash the place up with a dragon claw. See, it's a game of death, yo, you're facing the big boss. It's once upon a time in China, counting the TikTok. The shogun assassin slashing blood of just drip drop. The head kick, neck drop, balance, the bone stop. Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassins. He's got Irma just in yellow, but she is in the dragon, but in the tea rooms. That's where it'll happen. She got the bodies on the floor, when the blood it'll splatter against the wall. No fear at all, to kill them all. There's always blood spilled when you head into a war. Fearless. Unleashed The fist of legend at the car gently I'm Bolo Young, yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumble in the streets And it's simple, see the facts are these There's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Welcome to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm We smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting